0: Delaware State of the Arts. I'm Andy Truscott. My guests today are Carol Dennis, the executive director, and Richard Skelangi, the board president of Coastal Concerts. For 24 years this volunteer-led organization has thrived as they bring six live performances to Bethel United Methodist Church in Lewis, Delaware. They draw audience members from the entire Mid-Atlantic region, and in addition Coastal Concerts encourages classical music appreciation through community outreach educational activities, and awarding scholarships to deserving young musicians. Carol and Richard, I'm hoping you can share with us a little bit more about Coastal Concert's long history of programming there in Lewis, Delaware. Uh, sure.
1: About 24 years ago, there were a number of people who were down here who really big fans of classical chamber music. And years ago, they would have to travel to Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, or New York to be able to do that. And so a bunch of these people just got together and on a volunteer basis decided to set up a chamber music concert series. And uh, it started small, and over time, we have grown uh, with the number of concerts we do every season, and we ended up hiring an executive director, but all the other staff
2: are volunteers such as myself. Actually, since our inception in 2000, or before, we have given and offered 113 concerts. So we're really proud of our, our record in Lewis.
0: And Carol, can you share a little bit about how long you've been with the organization and what excites you about your time at Coastal Concerts?
2: Sure, sure. Well, Richard and I have both been here about five years. We both started in April of 2018. And I guess what makes me excited about the organization is that we have such passionate volunteer workers, board members and others that work on our committees who are really committed to the work that we do. And honestly, I could not do my job without the help of these volunteers. I love working with the artists who love coming to Lewis, and I love meeting and talking to our patrons who are so grateful for the music that we bring to the beach. I particularly like, though, observing the students and how the students in our schools react to our music when we go into the schools for the master classes, for the concerts, for the outreach Uh, The students are very receptive and excited to meet the artists and vice versa. Sometimes the artists and the students even exchange phone numbers and email addresses after the concert so they can continue to keep in touch. The artists are thrilled though, to be able to go into the schools, meet the students, interact with them, answer their questions. And it's just a, a wonderful collaboration with the artists and the school system in the area. But I guess most importantly, I feel so honored uh, to be in this role that I can play even a small part in enriching the culture of our area by helping to bring classical music to the beach. So, you know, that's what really enticed me to work for Coastal Concerts.
0: Your organization is well-known for bringing world-class music to Lewis. Why do you think some of these world-renowned artists uh, choose to come here?
1: Well, for one thing is we treat them really well. So one of our board members has a summer home in Rehoboth. And uh, so when they come here, if it's an ensemble, then we ended up putting them in this house. Now, most traveling musicians uh, often end up in hotels. And so the idea of them staying in a home and having a kitchen and they could make food, you know, is is uh, something that they they really like. Now, we, we uh, uh, arrange for our... Uh, musicians and ensembles through their their agents. Word gets back to the agents of what a great time they had down here. just you know, being down in the Lewis area is so so wonderful. the way that we manage them. We have a very appreciative audience and that comes over very clear to the musicians. So the musicians tell the agents and the agents end up uh, telling all the other musicians that they work for about how wonderful it is to come down here and play to our local community.
2: You know, to piggyback on that, one of the things that we just started uh, last year, Andrew, is a meet and greet after each concert. We have a small group of people we invite to a local restaurant in Lewis. Uh, where board members, staff, concert goers can meet the artists up close and personal. And the artists love the interaction and our patrons enjoy being included. It's a really nice ending to every performance. And it's kind of gotten around through the artist circle of folks. And they every time they call me, the agent will say, now are you having an after concert party this time? So they really enjoy it. And each time we find more and more of our patrons uh, join us for this event. It's very nice.
0: And I can only imagine that the relaxing nature of being on the beach in Rehoboth, A, is is helpful for an artist who's often on the road, but also this hospitality and ability to not be living kind of out of a suitcase for this period of time that they're with you. Yeah, and absolutely. Helps them feel welcomed and in, in, in the area down there. So I'm thrilled to hear that they have such a positive experience. Do you think that comes off in their performance on the stage?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We even have in the music hall at the church, we have a green room for them, which we stock with their favorite drinks and their snacks and whatever. Um, And I've heard the artists tell other board members, we feel like we're treated like royalty here. So they really, they really enjoy the beach. They enjoy the whole atmosphere in this small town of Lewis. The green
1: room also has a piano in it, which is kind of rare. So if we're having a uh, pianist perform, they can be warming up uh, while they're waiting in the green room, which is a real, real nice addition.
0: As we think year over year, can you share with us how you typically determine your season lineup?
1: We have a programming committee that includes uh, some board members and also some volunteers from the community. I had mentioned before that uh, we're in contact with many of the agents and the agents make recommendations and it's the programming committee's responsibility for uh, balancing out what our season is. So every season we uh, have between uh, five and seven, seven will concerts. So like it to be a mixture of some solo performers, some string quartets, some trios. We like to also include woodwinds and brass quintets. Often uh, there are sometimes well percussionists come, and so it's the mixture of the various groups and individuals that really make our our season very lively. And you know, inviting for people to you know to join in.
2: We also keep abreast, um, Andrew, of uh, local and worldwide artists, new and upcoming artists that we want to stay in touch with. One of our uh, members of the programming committee we send to the CMA conference in New York every year to network and uh, collaborate with the artists and the agents there to learn about what new and upcoming artists there are. So we reach out in the community all year round looking for artists uh, to bring to Lewis. And uh, as as Richard said, on our programming committee, we have former uh, musicians and conductors that really understand classical music and have lots of colleagues in the area that they collaborate with as well. Because our artists enjoy coming to Lewis so much, we're really able to attract performers who you would see, as Richard said, in New York, Washington, Philly, at just a fraction of the costs that you would pay in those larger cities. So that's the appeal. You know, a lot of people move to the beach from these big cities, thinking that they're not going to have a lot of classical music culture down here, and they're pleasantly surprised to find this what we call a gem in in Delaware of of uh, coastal concerts.
0: And can you share a little bit about the difference between what a chamber concert is versus what a symphony concert is, which is what some uh, patrons may be more uh, familiar with?
1: Sure. Well, chamber music had started actually in performances in people's homes. So chamber ensemble could be an individual, let's say a, a will pianist. It could be a able well, duo. So for instance, uh, next season, 23, 24, we're going to have a classical guitarist and a harp player, and or it could be a string quartet. One time we had a, a whole Baroque small small orchestra. Uh, it was hard to fit them on our, our stage, but it's usually a, a smaller, more intimate group, as opposed to an orchestra, which is very large, 30, 40, 50 people. And the benefits of having... Uh, these smaller groups, this is much more intimate, uh, you're much closer to the performers, and there is an ability to, to interact with the artists, you know, after the performance. And then also chamber music compositions, there uh, tends to be a broader range of composers who, who do that as opposed to the, you know, typical standard repertoire that you often find at a symphony concert.
0: I want to take just a minute here to remind our listeners that you're tuned in to News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Carol, as a husband of a musician, I'm really thrilled to see some of the programs outside of just the concerts that that Coastal Concerts hosts. Uh, One of the ones that really caught my eye was the Toot Your Own Horn program. I'm curious if you can share a little bit of the details of this great uh, philanthropic program that helps bring music into the schools.
2: Absolutely. We're very proud of this program, Toot Your Own Horn, which um, started back in 2004. And since then, we've provided over 100 instruments to students in um, schools in the area who might not otherwise be able to afford an instrument. We advertise, we collect instruments, people call us to donate instruments, uh, in the fall and in the spring, when people are doing their spring and fall house cleaning, they'll find a trumpet or a trombone or a violin in their attic, and they donate. And we only require that it be playable, you know, a used instrument, but playable. And we take these to the schools in the area, and the schools are thrilled to have them. So I had a drum set one time that was donated, and it was in my uh, in my garage, And a young man and his mother pulled up, the school had contacted them, and I took pictures of them because the look on this kid's face was just priceless. He was so excited to be able to have the instrument that he was not able to afford but really wanted to play. So we're very excited about about that whole program.
0: And it's not the only program that we have for youth. So you also have a scholarship program, which has done a notable amount of good. Uh, could you share a little bit about those details as well?
2: Absolutely. We're incredibly proud of our scholarship program. And since its inception in 2002, we've awarded over $50,000 to over 60 students in the, in the area. Um, the students are required to submit an application and an essay about what they would uh, have, a little bit about their musical career and, and what they would do with the money if they want it. Um, they're also required to submit a YouTube video of, of two performances of two pieces that they choose. And uh, last year, we added another component to our scholarship program, which was an in person audition for each of the students. We partner with the Music School of Delaware to use their audition rooms. And we did auditions for um, about 12 students in in that area. It was incredible. I sat in the auditions and these these young students are just phenomenal students. Um, And we showcase them, uh, all of the winners at the last concert of our season, where we um, uh, give them their awards. And one of the students actually performs on stage for our audience each season. They kind of open open the concert for the professional artist. It's it's really very exciting, not only for the student, but also for the artist. This year we added a scholarship winner contest, uh, concert, excuse me. Um, And we had eight winners from the past several years who performed. It was a huge success. And we plan to continue that each year they're uh, they're they're quite talented and we're very very thrilled that we can help them in just some small way to further their education so we're very proud of this program
0: and i'm sure even as musicians and especially the musicians that tour and come into the the venue It's quite empowering and it's quite inspiring to see the next generation. If a student wants to learn more about it, what's the best way for them to do so?
2: They can find information on our website, uh, www.coastalconcerts.org. The application is there. They can uh, print it off and submit it. Our deadline this year is February the 15th to submit applications. So uh, we'd love to see uh, even more students than we had last year, which was sixteen. And we awarded eight, um, eight student awards last year.
0: And it's not just scholarships that allow these students to get closer to the music, but you also uh, provide a serious discount to come in to see the concerts, uh, sometimes even as much as free. And so could you share a little bit more about those details?
2: Sure. We offer free admission to students under 18 and free admission with an accompanying adult so they can bring a parent with them and they all get in free. Uh, students over 50, over 18 uh, pay just $10 to get in. And we encourage that. We encourage students to come, bring their parents, to so get them acquainted with classical music. And at every one of our outreach programs in the schools, we invite people to come, we invite the students to come, we give tickets out. That's one of the things that we want to encourage even more in the future is getting more students to come to, to become familiar with classical music.
0: But discounted tickets are not some of the only ways that you find your way into the youth in Delaware. And so I'm curious if you can share one of your outreach programs that I think is really impactful about getting classical music into low and moderate income areas in Delaware.
1: Sure. As part of our outreach program, with support from the Longwood Foundation, we link local musicians with local schools. And so uh, many of the local schools, the music directors don't really have the time or the ability to do what are called sectionals, like just focusing in on the flute section or the brass, brass section or whatever. So as part of this, this will outreach, we have utilized local musicians to go into the schools to help do these master classes or the sectionals. Now, we've also, in addition to schools, uh, the Longwood Foundation has helped us to support some of our work with bringing music to some organizations, such as La Esperanza and First Community Action Agency in Georgetown. And so we have a lot of support from the Longwood Foundation. In addition, the Mid-Atlantic Arts Foundation is supportive to us, and we can't leave off all the support we get from the Delaware Division of Arts as well.
2: And just to piggyback on the Longwood Foundation grant that we received, the spirit of the grant was to develop collaborations and network with agencies, schools, students in the area, and not make it a one-in, one-time thing, one-in and one-out, but to really develop the relationship with the particular Agency. And I think we did a really good job of that by particularly Seaford High School was one of our partners that we did an excellent piece of work with, with as Richard said, with the sectionals and the community action agency in Georgetown. We did some work with them. But I think that these are relationships that will continue for us, with or without a grant. I think that we will continue to work going forward with all of these folks that we made those connections with. And I think that really is what the spirit of that grant was all about. And we appreciate being able to to have provided the work and develop those relationships.
0: So I know now you're in your 24th season and I'm sure the the ideas are brewing for 25. Is there anything you're you're excited to share about what's coming up in 25?
2: <laughs> we are excited. Our 25th and, uh, anniversary. Yeah, we are definitely planning for another 25 years. And our lineup of performers for our anniversary season includes some select audience favorites from previous years, uh, those artists that our audience said were just phenomenal and they want them to come back. And then in addition, we have some exciting new and diverse groups coming to our stage next year. Of course, our 25th anniversary plans include some celebrations as well, and particularly celebrating the work. And the really hard focus of our volunteers and the many, many uh, patrons who have been so incredibly supportive over the years and through the pandemic with their donations and support. And of course, we're going to have some surprises along the way, too. So we hope that people will stay tuned, visit our website often. To see what's happening because we have some very exciting things along the way throughout the year.
0: Well, Carol and Richard, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. As you mentioned, if you'd like to learn more about either tickets, scholarships, plethora of programming that comes from Coastal Concerts, you can visit their website at www.coastalconcerts.org. state of the arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout delaware delaware state of the arts is provided as a service of the delaware division of the arts in partnership with news radio 1450 wilm and 1410 wdov The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware. Together with its advisory body, the Delaware State Arts Council, the division administers grants and programs that support arts programming, educate the public, increase awareness of the arts, and integrate the arts into all facets of Delaware life. To find out more about the division, visit arts.delaware.gov.